words on water. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Aqualis, the leading nationwide expert in stormwater and lift station management. Aqualis protects your assets, mitigating notices of violation, flooding, and emergency services. Aqualis can keep your property compliant and safe, and assist in reducing overall property owner liability. Receive a free consultation for your single site or multi-state organization by visiting aqualisco.com or by calling 888-590-9685. Welcome to Words on Water, a podcast from the Water Environment Federation. This is the host, Travis Loop. As we sit here in August, we are in the middle of hurricane season, and that extends all the way through October. And that means that we could be looking at hurricanes, tropical storms, tropical depressions, lots of rain that can have a tremendous impact on communities, on utilities, on stormwater. And I'm happy to be joined for this episode by Erin Zasky. She is Chief Development Officer for Qualis. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, Travis. I am glad you could jump on. Um, this is a really big issue for such a huge part of the country. Uh, you know, it's not just the, the communities right on the coast that have to consider the impacts of hurricanes and tropical storms, but, you know, these, these uh, systems travel well inland and can dump a lot of rain uh, hundreds and hundreds of miles from the coast. So uh, before we dive into the technical a little bit, what are we hearing about the forecast for the 2020 hurricane season? Active to say, to say the least. July 2020 was the hottest ever in the northern hemisphere and the second hottest for the planet. Uh, climate change is impacting our weather patterns. So that's impacting what we would anticipate being a typical hurricane season. Uh, I know, Travis, you know, you live along the coast down in Wilmington, North Carolina, and you were impacted by Hurricane Isaias a few weeks ago. Um, you know, but moving into this week, we saw our 13th tropical depression has formed in the Atlantic. Um, and, you know, Isaias hit the hurricane, uh, hit the Carolina coast and then moved up the East Coast. Uh, into Canada, causing massive flooding and strong winds the entire way, um, 18 hours after making landfall here. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible that this season is this active and um, there's there's more systems out there now coming off the coast of Africa. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, I definitely watch them with with great interest. And yeah, we saw that 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 last hurricane just just impacted the whole kind of Atlantic seaboard. And I, I, you kind of mentioned the the hot temperatures, and I guess that's a big factor as to why, uh, you know, things are so active this year, right, is the, the warmer ocean temperatures? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if we don't have the cool winters uh, like we've had in the past and we see those warmer temps, the you know, ocean doesn't have time to cool down and we see an active season begin earlier than we typically would. 
Sure. So let's dig in a little bit on the concerns that, that hurricanes and tropical storms bring for utilities, uh, commercial property owners, municipalities. What what do they need to be worried about with these systems? So when we talk about storm water, our first thought is often rain and water runoff. However, it's not just the rain and runoff that imp- impacts the stormwater infrastructure. Uh, Typically, you're going to see storm surge and high winds, both of which are you know, major concerns when a tropical storm or hurricane make landfall. With storm surge comes quicker flooding, uh, lit, the powerful winds can lead to power outages, and these can halt the operations of portions of your system that require electricity to fl- function, as well as blow in debris that's going to cause blockages to the infrastructure. And, you know, you mentioned this before we started, Travis, but I want to note that it's not just tropical storms and hurricanes that we need to prep for. Uh, Last week, we saw a devastating storm in the Midwest. It really hit Iowa um, and devastated, you know, croplands farmers there um, and impacted millions. These best practices that I'm going to talk about today and precautions should be exercised, you know, by all in in preparation for the major storms. Yeah, that's a great, great point you make there about the variety of impacts that can happen to a utility and a community and a, and a property owner uh, with the wind, with the rain, with power outages. And then, you know, these same kind of things happening uh, in inland storms, these derechos and, and big, powerful thunderstorms. If, uh, you know, utilities and municipalities don't prepare, how does that impact budgeting and emergency services, the the cost of these things if they're not prepared properly? Oftentimes, uh, these large rain events bring unforeseen costs that weren't anticipated during budget season. So these can be increased inspection and maintenance costs, dam failures that could result in major property damage, sediment loading and erosion throughout the system, or damage to uh, recently completed capital projects. So failure to aging infrastructure is also highly likely uh, as these storms test the capacity of systems and many below ground assets are at risk structurally due to their age. You know, when you think about the U.S. infrastructure, um, the average age of our wastewater and stormwater infrastructure underground is more than 100 years old. Uh, So, you know, people can anticipate uh, responses related to flooding and storm damages, as well as the liability related to the own assets impacted by the storm. You all are our stormwater experts, so we'll get even more technical and and uh, into the into things here. How should utilities, commercial property owners, municipalities, what should they do to prepare uh, stormwater assets before a hurricane or tropical storm, and and we don't mean like two days before necessarily, right? It's good it's good to be prepared in advance. So w- what should they do? Absolutely. So inspections and preventative maintenance. Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of time here, uh, but we do have a lot to cover to make sure that people are prepared and thinking about what needs to occur. Like you said, it's not just doing it a couple days, you know, when we know where the storm could potentially hit, it's really thinking through what needs to be done throughout the year. However, inspections in advance of a rain event will verify if systems are holding uh, water at the design elevation. For example, if the system has a permanent pool and emergency drawdown valve, and if you're able, you can draw down that pond to a below 
normal pool to increase capacity within the system prior to the storm so it can take on more water. Also tempo temporarily stabilizing any areas that lack permanent stabilization can prevent or limit erosion and sediment loading. As you mentioned, Travis, uh, routine maintenance should be completed on all stormwater assets throughout the year. This includes ensuring water levels are at normal pool or design elevation by, uh, by management of the outlet control structure or any part of the system preventing designed wa dewatering. Excuse me. Mm. Appropriately managing turf and other vegetation allows visibility to all assets and ensures proper function of the system. One is also able to consistently monitor storage capacity of the system and reestablish it when reduced to a point where rehabilitation is needed. Uh, structural components are also consistently ob observed with uh, routine maintenance and any deficiencies can be de documented or repaired. And so, you know, getting into even more specifics, commercial property owners and managers should have an agreement with the stormwater management company to provide preventative maintenance prior to the storm, as well as, you know, like I said, repairs to any deficiencies uh, to the existing stormwater system. Uh, that organization can also support cleanup efforts after the storm. And many municipalities perform these activities uh, by professionals on their staff, or they partner with an external organization, similar to what a, a property management company or retail uh, company would do. For public works and utilities departments, flooding caused by hurricanes can contaminate the public water supply, which should be closely monitored post-storm. They should also allocate a rainy day fund, which is a common reserve fund meant to mitigate financial disruption that can be caused by impacted customers not paying their bills during hurricane cleanup. And you know, as you know, communication is imperative, so having that uh, prepared prior to the storm is important to let uh, customers and citizens of your city know what's going on. Great advice, important steps to take for sure. I'm wondering, you know, is there a, a rainfall range, right, in which uh, public works and utilities departments and those should monitor their systems for issues? You know, a, a storm comes through, a system comes through, uh, you know, at what point should they be watching uh, what's happening in their system? All stormwater systems should be inspected after a one inch rain event. Mm. This is to ensure each system is dewatering or drawing down at the design rate, which is 24 to 72 hours. So if you have a you know stormwater pond sitting in your neighborhood and it's still you know at the same water level as it was, you know, four days after the rain event, then you probably have an issue. Uh, by doing the routine inspections, any deficiencies in the system that could potentially cause it to fail can be identified. And annual ins uh, camera inspections, or they're known as CCTV inspections in our world, of the underground systems ensure that pipelines and junctions are not at risk for failure. Also, flushing or jetting and vacuuming the lines that may be impacted by sediment buildup or trash or debris that will not facilitate positive flow at the design rate of the system should be done yearly as well. I'm really curious about during the storm, right? Uh, that's a lot harder time for, for monitoring to happen, but what, what should uh, utilities do at that point? 
So outside of technology, there is no way to monitor a system during the storm. Uh, very dangerous to be outside uh, when you have those strong winds coming through. Property owners and municipalities will have to wait for the storm to pass before any real inspections can begin on water assets. There is, however, new technology, uh, which is a crucial component to monitoring stormwater systems, particularly during a storm. So if you think about this, imagine being able to monitor outflow of a major rain event to predict any backups and mitigate flooding, allowing uh, proper maintenance, inspections, and preparedness before a storm. There is this technology on the market that does this, including Aquatrax, uh, which is an Aqualus solution. Yeah, can you talk more about Aquatrax and, and how this system can be used to monitor stormwater outflow? Aquatrax is a network of cloud-based sensors that monitor stormwater control measures, also commonly known as BMPs, uh, health and status in real time. Live data tracking can help avert a disaster for commercial properties before a rainstorm occurs. Um, when you think about the big box retailers, the development that they're on is larger than about 12 football fields, and a one-inch rainstorm generates more than one million gallons in stormwater runoff. So monitoring outflow and fluctuations in water levels helps predict any backups due to a significant rain event and can prevent storm closures uh, for retail owners, you know, obviously saving them thousands annually. Mm. Prior to a rain event, uh, Aquatrax allows us to monitor systems in real time, collected data to identify any potential issues with the system and visit these sites in person before the storm to address them. It can also alert us of any issues you know, prior to the storm and a maintenance provider can get out there and clear any obstructions or sediment buildup prior to the storm. So, you know, with the proprietary algorithms from the sensors that we're getting, including the combination of partnering with local weather data, it allows us to easily monitor these systems from a dashboard that can we can view from our desktop or uh, mobile phone or tablet. What about after the storm has passed by and you need to kind of find out what has happened to a stormwater system, to your stormwater assets? What kind of evaluation should occur after it's passed by? Similar to the pre-storm activities, post-storm assessment should be conducted within 24 to 72 hours uh, after the storm by a professional to evaluate damages and current conditions to the system or the property. These assessments should include a complete inspection of the entire stormwater system, again, to ensure it's drawing down water uh, at the designed rate, mm. and any obstructions that need to be cleared that may prevent the system from returning to normal pool. This, again, includes sediment, trash, and debris. If surface evidence is observed near underground assets, this indicates soil loss and a camera inspection of the pipe should occur. If, if the system is loaded with sediment, capacity needs to be restored so the system can function properly. Um, you know, water sampling should also occur to evaluate pollutant and toxin levels. And obviously, um, a photo record of the event should be kept in preparation for insurance claims. You've given a ton of great advice on on how to prepare and monitor and evaluate stormwater assets. Um, 
you did touch on some of the budget implications if, if people don't, but could you talk a little bit more about uh, if people don't take these steps, if they don't prepare, if they don't monitor, if they don't follow up after uh, a storm event, what the impacts could be? So if the system isn't prepared, monitored, or evaluated after the storm, property owners are likely to see additional failure of assets, increases in repair costs over time, uh, a reduced life cycle of the stormwater control measure, an increased chance that a large repair or rehabilitation is going to be required, adjacent property damage, as well as a lack of data on whether the system is functioning for design. It's also likely that pollutants uh, can make their way into local waterways if cleanup doesn't occur immediately. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to mention uh, about kind of hurricanes and storms and storm water? You know, so as you mentioned, uh, we are in the depths of hurricane season. This week, we entered the two-week period in which four of the five most intense U.S. mainland hurricanes have occurred historically. Uh, as a property manager near a hurricane-prone area, you need a hurricane plan now, whether that's a refresh to your existing plan or a new plan because your company doesn't have one, uh, you need to get that in place before the next storm approaches. Absolutely. And as someone who lives on the, the uh, coast, I can say that the storms will keep coming. It's just a matter of when, not if. Um, Aaron, thank you so much for all the information and your time. Really appreciate it. I appreciate you having me, Travis. Words on water.